a playlist original. Coming soon. 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 Coming Hey everyone, Jeff here from Films at Home. Thanks for coming back to the Films at Home podcast today. Whether you're watching on YouTube or you're listening on your favorite podcast apps, I appreciate the support there. Now, I have a quick update on this coming soon series that I've been doing. Uh, as you know, I started this sort of in the last week of March and I was doing it weekly all the way up through April. And honestly, based on some feedback that I got from the community and just taking a step back and looking at the amount of time that I have as a creator doing this, you know, part time. I also work a full day job. This is not my full time job. So I had to consider all of that. And I think what's going to happen going forward is that I will do these on a monthly basis. So this will be the last weekly episode. And then next episode of coming soon will cover all of the releases that I select that are coming out in May. So I'll always make sure to cover all of the 4K releases. And then I will hand select a few 1080p Blu-ray releases. And we'll go through the whole month of May. That'll be available at the very beginning of the month. And then I'll also still talk about news that's come out over the last few weeks. We'll talk about sales numbers. We'll do all of that. And then you can expect the next one sometime at the end of May, early June as a preview again for the next month. So that's that's going to make the most sense for me and the channel and the podcast. So I just wanted to let you guys know that's where it's going to head. There are other people out there like Ken from Mid-Level Media who does an awesome physical media report every week. If you need that every week, he's a great source for that. But honestly, just with the amount of time um, and the amount of reviews that I need to do and the family and the day job and everything else, I think monthly would be the right timing for this. So that's where we're going to go heading forward. But in this video and in this podcast today, we're going to cover everything for April 25th. So this will be their last weekly rounding out April, but we're going to go through what's coming out April 25th. And let me tell you, it's actually a massive day. There are north of 30, 40 4K and Blu-ray releases coming out. I mean, it's a huge, huge release day compared to uh, other weeks in April. So I'm going to cover the highlights. I'll cover all of the 4K releases. I'll handpick a few of the Blu-rays, and then we'll dive into the uh, media play news reports and what's going on in sales and talk a little bit about some of the news in this industry. So the first release we have this week on 4K is Police Story 3 Super Cop 4K, and that is um, released from 88 Films. Now, I have a box set from uh, Eureka that has all of the Police Story movies on 4K already. So this is 88 Films releasing Police Story 3 on 4K in the US. I think Criterion still has the rights to Police Story 1 and 2. They had a Criterion Collection Blu-ray release of that. They may be coming out with a 4K, but I got all three of these on 4K over in the UK. This is the first US release of Police Story 3 on 4K UHD. So if you are in the US and you didn't want to import, you can grab that one now. Great movie. Jackie Chan and Michelle Yeoh from Everything Everywhere All at Once, Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. She's been huge lately, so the timing of this makes a lot of sense. Now, the other title on 4K this week is Triangle of Sadness. This is a Criterion 4K quick turnaround because this came out 
like within the last year it was nominated at this year's oscars it was a 2022 movie criterion snagged the rights to it and they're getting it out on 4k and standard blu-ray but i think most of you will probably opt for the 4k if it's available i have not seen this movie yet i've heard it is a wild ride it is like supposed to be pretty insane so i can't wait to check it out i probably will grab that criterion 4k because that's going to be the best way to watch it now also on 4k we have um the man who fell to earth Lionsgate. they're putting out the man who fell to earth on a nice 4k steelbook so this is one of their best buy exclusive steelbooks they've been doing with the uh the incredible artwork and the cool slip cover and the whole nine yards there so if you don't have the man who fell to earth yet um that one was out of print for a long time from criterion and then it had a uh release from Lionsgate a few years back and now we're getting the 4k steelbook so that should be a really exciting one especially if you're a David Bowie fan Um, and then from Severin Films on 4k we have Axion Mutante or Mutant Action I probably butchered that don't come at me for it but looks like uh, I I had not heard of this it looks like something like out of David Cronenberg or Brandon Cronenberg's world like it's some sort of you know weird futuristic um crime ridden uh almost like apocalyptic type movie there's mutants there's gangs killing people it says you know to claim the rights of the ugly people i don't know it sounds like some like cronenberg type stuff but i don't know anything about it but severin does really cool work so always exciting to see them get 4k releases out there there's another 4k release coming from powerhouse films Another label I honestly don't know much about from Indicator and Powerhouse, but it's The Shiver of the Vampires. So if you're at all interested in 1970s vampire movies, that's a good one for you. But also, if you're interested in 1990s vampire movies, also coming from Indicator in Powerhouse Films, is Two Orphan Vampires on 4K Blu-ray. So that's a nice set. It's only uh, 30 bucks, so not too bad considering a 4K box set. It's got some pretty nice packaging, um, but that one's going to also be available. So a couple vampire movies out there for you in 4K if you're interested in vampire stuff. Now, for the Blu-rays, one I wanted to highlight is Sorority House Massacre. That's going to be a Shout Factory exclusive Blu-ray. I believe it's limited to 1,500 copies. And it's one of these 80s slashers that, you know, there's there's the the Mutilator and there's the, um, why am I forgetting, the, the Slumber Party Massacre. Like, this is Sorority House Massacre. There were so many slasher movies in the 80s. And this is one of the... I'd say goofier ones like this one's going to be fun. Like it would be fun to watch with friends. It's not at the level of a Halloween or a Friday the 13th or a nightmare on Elm street. The production value is not at that level. It's probably closer to slumber party massacre. If you know that one, Um, but that is going to be available on Blu-ray. So if you're at all interested in those slashers from the eighties, you know, I am, that's what I'm going to be picking up. You also get from Shout Factory, the Jackie Chan Collection, Volume 2. Now, this is from 1983 to 1993, so it runs right up to the end of their Volume 1. And it includes Winners and Sinners, Meals on Wheels, The Protector, Twinkle Twinkle, Lucky Stars, Armor of God, Armor of God 2, Crime Story, and City Hunter. So a ton of Jackie Chan movies, eight movies, 12 different cuts, getting those on a nice Blu-ray box set. I was actually able to preview that and check it out. Um, They also have a bunch of their stuff streaming on Shout Factory TV, one of the better streaming services out there. So if you like Jackie Chan, Shout Factory's been pumping out all of his stuff lately. 
Now, on top of that, we also have Cheers. The complete series is coming from Paramount. So if you're a classic TV fan and you'll want to get these movies or, or sorry, these shows on Blu-ray, Cheers, the complete series, all 11 seasons coming in a Blu-ray box set from Paramount. It is going to be $115 at release day. So certainly not cheap um, by any means, but you know, that's, you know, 10 bucks per season. So if you really look at it like that, $10 per season is not too bad. And then one more I wanted to mention on Blu-ray from AGFA, America Genre Film Archive. They're a Vinegar Syndrome partner label. So you're going to be able to buy this on vinegarsyndrome.com, but they are re-releasing the Zodiac Killer, which is a movie from 1971, a very interesting movie because it was actually made to try to draw out the Zodiac Killer by making a movie about him. And it is kind of a wild ride. It is, you know, it, it basically uh, dives right into the case. It, it is a pretty grungy, grimy 1970s movie. And it had a previous release from America Genre Film Archive, which I actually own. But that had been long, long out of print and was going for not crazy money, but you know, it was going for like $50, $60. Now the price is going to come down because they're reissuing it and they have a brand new slip cover um, through Vinegar Syndrome and that partner label program that they're going to be issuing. So AGFA has a really cool release. If you like their stuff, um, they've also had some stuff on sale for 420 recently from Vinegar Syndrome's website. Um, they're a label to check out if you want to dive into like really unique, creepy, cult, you know, really oddball stuff. AGFA, they've got the label, you know, they've got the movies for you. So check that one out. But the Zodiac Killer is one of my favorites from them. I think it was actually the, it was maybe the first or second. I know I brought, bought the Drug Stories release that they put out, which is like a bunch of scare films on drugs from like the 50s and 60s. So I, I might have bought that first, but Zodiac Killer was a close second. Uh, on top of that, there are a ton, a ton of Blu ray releases. There is, you know, some, uh, stuff from Vinegar Syndrome and all their partner labels that's dropping today. They have numerous different releases. Um, there's a ton of Blu-rays from like Kino and a couple of other smaller labels. I mean, there's just, like I said, like 40 different releases on the 25th. So can't cover them all or this video would go on forever, but that's what's going on there. So unfortunately, I, I held off on making this video to see if Media Play News would update their research, but it looks like they're they're a little bit behind this week. So all I have to go off of is uh, their sales revenue, which has been updated for, for April. And unfortunately, it's a, it's a tough week. Now, this is for the week ending April 8th because the sales revenue is always a week behind um, the the actual disc sales. So we get revenue reports one week behind that we get actual disc numbers. Now, for that week, there weren't many huge Blu-ray releases for the week that ended 4-8. The next week, there were some big ones, Maltese Falcon, Cool Hand Luke. But for the week leading into it, not much. Revenue overall was down 27.8%. So that's tough from the same week a year ago. Blu-ray revenue was only 9.5 million. That's down 31% from the year before. And DVD was 14 million, down 25%. So overall, a pretty rough week. But granted, there weren't many big releases uh, for the week that ended April 8th. So I didn't really expect too much out of that. 
Like, I mean, it's just not a week that has a big title. I would love to see what 4.15 looks like. This is why going monthly will be a little bit easier because this data does sort of come in slow. And being monthly, I'll be able to analyze it on a month-by-month basis instead of week-by-week kind of giving you the same numbers. But that is where we were at for that week. So down 30%, I mean, that is rough. That's definitely not great. Um, But we keep seeing that it keeps slipping, you know, anywhere. Some weeks are actually up a couple percentage points. It really just depends on what comes out that week. But this was a poor week for releases that week of April 8th. So I'm not surprised that revenue was so far down. I bet if we looked at the next week's numbers, uh, they'd come up given that we had those movies like Maltese Falcon and, and Cool Hand Luke that hopefully drove some more uh, Blu-ray sales. And there were a couple other titles that came out that week too that were um, bigger bigger name titles. So I, I think it would go up for the rest of April. But overall, the last few weeks that we've looked at this, it's it's been down 15, 20, 30%, somewhere in there. I mean, it's still shrinking. But um, you know, as I keep saying, I think the mass market is shrinking. And Disney coming back into the game, hopefully soon, will enhance this and maybe give us a boost because they've been out of the game and they're arguably the biggest media company. So them not being in physical media, yeah, things are going to dip. But if we look at boutique labels, smaller labels, independent labels, they're still doing great work. They're still selling. Vinegar Syndrome just announced like 25 new titles for you know next month. Criterion keeps pumping out 4K titles every month. They just announced like After Hours and a whole slate of 4K and, you know, everybody else too. Kino, not slowing down on 4K. Shout Factory, Scream Factory, tons of 4K. You know, they're they're still going all the time. MVD, Rewind, just got into their first 4K. So it's not slowing down in that way, but it the mass market is slowing down, which is why these numbers are going to take such a hard hit until we figure out where the collector market actually stands. Now, the last couple of things I wanted to talk about, I guess first I covered this in a full video, but if you didn't see that, Netflix is shutting down their DVD through the mail service. So that's definitely an interesting shift to the physical media landscape. Uh, them shutting down after 25 years is, I know, a, a sorry thing for a lot of people out there who still use their service. I used it for many years. I have not used it in many years. I started buying my own discs and, and primarily went that way. But it was a great service. And there's something to be said, too, about how many films are now not accessible. Because they, even as their library shrank, you know, Netflix itself, streaming service, has, I don't know, last time I checked, it was something like, you know, a couple thousand movies. Netflix library of DVDs had over 100,000 movies. At its peak, it had hundreds of thousands. And those are movies that are not accessible. Those are movies that are maybe only on DVD which is primarily what they were still shipping. They did Blu-ray, but they were still doing DVD. Thousands of those movies have now been, you know, become unaccessible for many people. Um, They're not even available to buy digitally. They're not available. Maybe they're hard to find on DVD. They're not available on Blu-ray. So it is a shame that people are losing that access because there are still millions of people. And this was a, a United States only service, but there are millions of people in the U.S. who either don't have the strong enough internet connection uh, or don't have access to, you know, easily access to stores and places where they can buy, you know, these smaller physical media uh, labels. They don't have access to like used stores where they can find these DVDs. You know, maybe you can find them on Amazon, but a lot of this stuff has just become inaccessible for 
for no joke, like literally millions of people. So it'll be interesting to see how how that all shakes out and and what happens there because I think it is a it's a it's a bit of a shame that they're shutting down. I get it, but the thing is it was still profitable. So that's interesting because it being profitable, they they didn't write it off because it wasn't profitable. They wrote it off because it wasn't profitable enough. Now, the other thing I want to talk about is I had mentioned before the Media Play News Awards were being voted on and we have some winners. And I, I do want to give a big shout out to um, Paramount. They won a ton of stuff. Top Gun Maverick won nine awards. It won Best Fan Favorite, Best New Movie on Disc, Best 4K Disc, Best AV, Best Action, Best Digital Release, and Best Marketing. And they also won it for a their two-box set of Top Gun and Top Gun Maverick, won Blu-ray of the Year, and Best Packaging. They won the Best Restoration of the Year, Title of the Year, and Best Box Set for their Godfather 50th Anniversary Collector's Edition, which is incredible. There are people online who say that this isn't a, a good restoration. I, I I don't know what they're wanting. I don't know what they're looking at. I mean, the Godfather looks incredible. If you want details on how that was broken down, I interviewed the guy who restored this, James McCoskey, him and his team at American Zoetrope, working with Francis Ford Coppola. They restored these movies. I think they look absolutely phenomenal, and I'm not surprised that they won Best Restoration. Um, outside of that, like it was kind of interesting, you know, House of the Dragon won best TV, ET won best catalog movie on disc, which was surprising. Better Call Saul won best TV disc. Um, and then there were a couple other smaller releases. I know Severin won a couple, uh, for their, uh, best like independent label, best box art went to Caroline, uh, sorry, Coraline 4k steelbook from Shout Factory. So that's cool. Best steelbook was the Hunger Games, the ultimate steelbook collection, um, so lots of interesting if you want i'll put a link down in the description so you can check out their awards you know some some i was surprised by some not so much i think the godfather taking home a lot of those awards makes sense and paramount did take home a lot of awards mostly for the godfather and for top gun maverick and both of those are are well deserving so interesting article you can go check it out you can see all the winners i'll link that in the description but really, that's about it for this week. So that's that's what's coming out. That's a little bit on sales because I didn't have the full data uh, from Media Play News and their research this week. I'm sure they'll get it out there eventually. We can cover it more in the monthly update for May. Um, but then, you know, just some insight on Netflix and uh, those home entertainment awards, which I think were well deserved. But just a quick episode. And I really just want to update you guys that, you know, this is. This was fun doing it weekly, but I got to admit like stressful and like one more thing that I had to hit deadlines for. And that's tough when you're not doing this full time. So, you know, I have a deadline every Friday. There needs to be a podcast episode out, you know, with a guest or a full length podcast. And then every Tuesday I had to do this and it was becoming too much of a job and I wasn't being able to focus on more reviews and other topics. And I really would rather focus on that. So we're going to do these monthly. Stay tuned for them. You'll still see coming soon, but dropping at the beginning of each month. And I appreciate everyone who supported the weekly drops. I hope you understand, like it's just not feasible. But as I said, 
other people do a great job with this, specifically Ken from Mid-Level Media, who actually will be on the podcast very soon. So stay tuned for that interview with Ken. He's a great guy. Can't wait to have him on the podcast. I've been on his channel. Now he's coming over on mine and the podcast. We're going to dive in deep on a bunch of stuff, but he does a great job with this physical media report. He dedicates his time to that. And uh, I would say go check that out if you want a weekly update. And I'll continue with the monthly news and breakdowns of what's coming to 4K and Blu-ray. So thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. Hope you guys have a great rest of your day. Make sure you subscribe here on YouTube or you're following along in your favorite podcast app so you never miss an episode. We got a new episode dropping this Friday with Fran Simeone from Radiance Films. And then next week, we have an episode with Elon Osborne talking about home theater audio. So make sure you stay tuned for both of those. Never miss an episode by staying up to date on all my social media as well. All those links are in the description as well as links to things like Media Play News that I talked about in this video. So thank you all for listening. Thank you for watching. Stay safe, stay healthy out there, and I'll talk to you soon. Coming soon. Be sure to subscribe to the Films at Home podcast using your favorite app so you don't miss another episode. And while you're there, don't forget to rate and review this podcast, which helps us out tremendously. You can also help support us by watching our short-form content over on YouTube and TikTok by searching Films at Home. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at films underscore at underscore home. The intro and outro were created by Elon Osborne. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time.